What's up everybody, it's Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the new office desk. Um, hopefully you've heard a few podcasts now since uh, we've moved into the new shop. So yeah, the uh, the new desk is a lot smaller. So <laughs> the office is smaller. I'm sure it sounds different. Uh, probably got some little bit different audio coming in because it is a little tiny office. But uh Thank you for listening. Uh, I know they're um, more sporadic than normal. I'm working on that. Uh, I'm trying to get back into the groove of this thing. With uh, doing everything else, you know, there's a lot of things um, that go into doing all of this. Uh, you know, I know Instagram and the social medias make it look like all I do is drive around and hang out with people and, you know, buy trucks and shit like that. But uh, there's a lot. A lot to it, uh, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, before I get too deep into this, I just want to say thank you to all the great uh, Patreon supporters, all the donations that uh, come in every month to keep this thing going. Uh, super appreciative, um, appreciative of it all. Um, you guys are great. Um, if you listen and you got an extra dollar a month to to throw out there, you know I gladly uh, gladly take it to keep these things going because I am paying for them out of pocket so this sweet free service uh it isn't free just like uh all the other stuff out there that everyone claims is free not free someone has to pay for it um this particular one it's me so um if anybody wants to help you're more than welcome to head on over to patreon uh search binder boneyard and uh go from there uh some of the other supporters um the international scouts and trucks of the world or owners of the world page on facebook thank you for your donation uh super super helpful um been getting some hard goods uh loctite thank you uh, very much for uh, your support got some uh, amazing uh products from loctite from the actual loctite itself the blue we use a lot of blue here um to some super glues and some cleaners the uh the cleaner that they sent i don't have the number in front of me i'm, I'm a terrible podcast host but uh there's this crazy cleaner that they sent us that is amazing um recommend it and then the uh sealer um gasket maker i guess you'd call it uh that they sent is also very amazing um so I will, next podcast, <laughs> I will make sure I have the numbers and information in front of me. But uh, yes, thank you, our friends over at Loctite. Um, so anyways, back to the uh, what I was talking about before and the, the duties involved with this shop and this business. You know, it's it's easy for people to get hung up in the what they see on social media and, and think that I just screw off all day and, you know, eat turkey legs. But really... You know, I'm on my phone constantly. I'm driving to the parts store, from the parts store, to somewhere else, from somewhere else. I'm going to look at something um, because, you know, I mean, a portion of our income is flipping trucks or parting trucks out. And so when I catch wind that somebody's got a pickup for a hundred bucks, I go look at it. You know, a lot of times I just go buy it because it's a hundred bucks. 
but I still got to go there, meet with the dude, figure out how to load it, winch it out of the field. You know, there's a whole bunch of logistics that go into it. And so, you know, um, some of these recoveries that should be 15, you know, 15 minutes winching them out of the field turn into four hour winchathons where I bury my truck and everything goes to hell. And, you know, um, it hasn't happened lately, but it does happen. So, um, you know, the schedule is so, we just don't have one. You know, I try to give you guys, customers, whatnot, uh, deadlines, you know, Hey, this is, I'm going to try to have it done by this date. I'm going to have it done that date. And you can try your hardest, but it almost, uh, without a doubt, you're not going to get there. Um, it's just, there's something always, there there's some sort of hang up that catches you you know the parts back ordered they send the wrong part the you know the part you got was already bad out of the box which happens um anybody that's worked on internationals for any length of time knows that the odds of getting a bad part right out of the box is fairly high uh, so you know there's all kinds of things that happen here that don't go out front for everyone to see that's just like uh, you know it's out of our control um you know i work a lot of hours here you know it's 8 30 at night right now on uh, sunday night and you know i was here 9 30 this morning sunday morning and i'll probably not leave here for another 45 minutes or an hour so you know constantly turning turning hours and you know just try to get through what i can get through so you know just keep that in mind when you're seeing what's happening on the social media is that it's not all uh it's not all just me messing around um so anyways i just i'm happy to do it i love parting out trucks and keeping other trucks on the road i love bringing them back to life uh after they've sat for 30 years putting them back on the road. That's a great, um, sense of accomplishment and, uh, you know, a lot of pride in what me and Tom get done here. Um, you know, it's really the, the joy on the people have in their rigs, you know, it's a, it's a great feeling. And so that's why I work so hard, um, to get it all done and, and try to cover all all the bases from making new parts to parting out to restoration work. Um, you know, it's, uh, there's so much going on that's just, you know, try to like the old saying, you know, if you try to please everyone, you're going to please nobody. So <laughs> that's kind of what happens around here. You try to try to handle everything and, and nothing gets done. So, um, but you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm doing everything I can to not ever go back to work for the man. So uh, I appreciate everyone's support and, you know, buying parts and following through and, and uh, you know, tell your friends if looking for parts, somebody's looking for a scout, looking for something, let them know, you know, give me a call. Um, probably got something that they need. So anyways, thank you. Thank you again for all that. Um, this last weekend, I did take a day, I'm not even going to call it a day off because while I was out, I was working, responding to emails and messages and looking at international parts and whatnot. But, uh, the lovely Josie and I took her beloved Palmolive, 
which is if if you don't know, 68 Scout 800. We've got a cab top, uh, 266 V8 uh, T18 four speed, single stick Dana 20, uh, 427 gears, um, like 30 inch tall tires. Drove that thing 400 miles round trip, just over 400 miles on uh, adventure to Eastern Oregon looking for junk and whatnot. And, you know, we've been pecking away at Palmolive for, uh, well, geez, I mean, she's the reason, Palmolive, I call it she, Palmolive is the reason that Josie and I are together. So, you know, almost, almost nine months now, we've been pecking away at the to-do list and, uh, just she's been getting more and more reliable and more and more fun to drive uh and that's why in, in previous podcasts i've uh told you guys you know um just make a list and start checking it off you know even if it's just small stuff like getting the wheels and tires off check it off the list you know and then you can move on to the next thing and if you make those lists and check them off, you really get a sense of accomplishment and feel like you're moving. So um, we've been pecking away at her to-do list, and she, Josie has been driving the Scout uh, to work and around town pretty regularly, but it's always been 10, 20-mile jaunts here and there, nothing ever serious. But other than running out of gas one time, uh, Palm Olive has been very reliable. And that's, you know, uh, we did a Protronics update in it with uh, a matched coil. Um, I rebuilt the carburetor, tuned the carburetor just right to the bare, you know, perfectly tuned for our area, I should say. Um, you know, fluid changes, differential change, uh, front bearings, front brakes. Um, you know, just greasing everything, keeping it all together. Um, did a bunch of wiring work, replaced the turn signal switch, um, taillight wiring, front signal wiring, uh, just kind of going through it and making it safe and, and reliable. And, and so, um, we decided that, uh, we were going to venture out. So we loaded her up with some spares, uh, a lot of tools, um, you know, toe strap, things like that. And we headed east. We went out to uh, Baker City. If you're not familiar with Oregon, Baker is right about the on the border, uh, close to the border of Oregon and Idaho. It's very dry, very mountainous, very rugged, uh, a lot of up and downs. There's no flat roads anywhere um, except in Baker itself. Um, and so... It was a good test uh, of, of the Scout to make sure it didn't overheat. We did do a thermostat and hoses, fluid flush, you know, block flush on it. Um, so, you know, it didn't get hot at all. It ran great. Um, didn't use hardly any oil. Um, we averaged over the entire course of the trip just at 14 miles to the gallon. And I always laugh when I see the Facebook pages and guys have 304s that are getting nine miles to the gallon. 
and they're trying to figure out what the hell and you know the peanut gallery is just full of you know fuel injected and do this and run bigger tires and you know it's just like the scout other than the patronics is stock in every way so we're able to squeeze out 14 miles to the gallon driving at highway speeds you know 55 60 um it's got 427 gears so i did not want to go faster than 60 um but to get 14 miles to the gallon on a drive like that so it had you know me and her in the scout we had about 300 pounds of tools and gear in the back, you know, so it wasn't, we weren't cheating. It wasn't a light, super light, you know, super light load. It was two grown ups and a bunch of stuff. And, you know, we were still able to get that kind of mileage. I know 14 is not incredible. Like, oh God, it's pretty damn good for an international. Uh, but, you know, new car stuff, of course, is going to be better. But, um, you know, when people are throwing out, you know, the, oh, well, you're lucky if you get 10 and that's just what it is because it's an old truck and international this and heavy motors that, and, you know, it's just not the case. Um, you can, you can tune them, you can build them to actually get some mileage. Uh, my old 1210, I'm sorry, it was a 200, 74 D200. Uh, it was, oh, what? Uh, 345 T19 had 410 gears and 30 rough 32 inch tires um, and that truck got 13 touched to 14 a couple of times on some longer drives uh, and that's a truck that truck weighed a thousand pounds more than palm olive palm olive weighs right around 4100 right now um, which is pretty good. Um, so that, that international pickup weighed, you know, a thousand pounds more. <clears throat> the only update that I had done to that pickup was, um, and it had an electronic ignition also, not a Protronics. It had a homemade, uh, GM HEI system that I made from scratch. Um, you can read about that. I think Bill Hamilton has a write-up on uh, the Binder Planet about it in the fuel injection forum. So you can read about how to do your own HEI from there and not spend a friggin' fortune on the Dewey cap and all that. But um, anyway, so if I could squeeze out 13 in that pickup, um, you know, it's possible. It's not a fluke is what I'm getting at. Palmolive getting 14 is not a fluke. I've been able to get two of my rigs to get good mileage. Even my 392 power travel at before I did the Cummins in it, um, I was towing 4,000 pounds back from Ohio at 70, 65 on the freeways back there and averaged nine miles to the gallon. And that's towing 4,000 pounds. So, and that was with an automatic transmission as well. So, again, some of these guys are complaining about getting eight empty. It's just not, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. 
Get your car built. Get it tuned right. Learn how to tune it or send it to someone who can tune it. Uh, don't overdo it. That's the thing is everyone thinks that they're going to bolt a 650 Holly on it and it's going to pick up a bunch of horsepower and you're going to cruise at 55 and not use any gas. And it's, it's the opposite. Um, you know, stick to a carburetor that's within the CFM range of your engine. You know, for example, the 266 would run, or even the 304s would run like a 290 CFM carburetor. A 345 would run a 350 CFM carburetor, and a 392 ran a 490 CFM carb normally. Um, the emission stuff gets weird when you get into the late 70s on the scouts with the thermal quads and the four barrels and all that. Uh, but, but basically what I'm talking about is the earlier stuff. Um, so it's all about efficiency, uh, you know, getting the correct size carb, making sure you don't have any vacuum leaks that's creating excessive fuel draw through the carb. Make sure your ignition system is firing at peak at peak output, um, you know, new plugs, cap, rotor, wires, everything's tight and good, connections are good. That If you are still running points, make sure your coil is getting the power that it needs, um, the condenser's good. If you're running an electronic ignition, make sure, again, everything is clean, it's getting the full power that it can to produce the hottest spark possible. Make sure your plugs are gapped right. Um, you know, uh, good exhaust, good air filter, um, that kind of stuff all goes a long ways towards efficiency and getting mileage. So, um, again, um, you know, that trip was very successful on many fronts. The fact that the mileage stuff was probably my favorite thing, but to see it make the drive uneventful through rain hail you know from 2500 feet where i live here where we live here to you know 5700 feet or 5200 feet i'm sorry over dixie pass and up and down through sumter and all these other small towns and windy roads uh, you know the brakes are great it drove great rode fine you, you know all that stuff nothing fell off nothing broke nothing wore out as far as I know. Um, you know, I'll crawl under it the next day or three and check to see how, um, you know, drive shafts are doing and U joints, they were greased up. They were greased up before we left, but you know, you can always tell when it's, when they're getting sloppy cause they'll fling all the grease out pretty fast. Um, so I'll check that sort of stuff out, but you know, in, in general, I'm very happy uh, with how it performed and it just solidified again for me that don't be afraid of driving your old rig somewhere um, you know focus on the high points like wheel bearings brakes drive shaft make sure the engine's running good doesn't make a bunch of noise and smoke you're probably going to get to where you're going and you're probably going to get back uh, so have a little faith in your rig, especially if you're working on it. If you don't have faith in your own work, then it's never you're never going to get anywhere. So, um, 
definitely, you know, those are my suggestions, recommendations is, is work on those systems and then put some miles on your rig. Don't be afraid to drive it, especially if you're going to get, you know, 14 miles to the gallon and, you know, you're going to drive your old lady's Suburban that gets 16 miles to the gallon. Well, yeah, sure, that's two more miles a gallon, but it's not nearly as neat. It's not, it's not nearly as cool. I mean, we didn't stop at a single gas station, mini mart, restaurant where somebody didn't come out and want to talk to us about the Scout. So, you know, if you, if you hate people, then great, drive the Suburban. If you don't mind people talking to you, um, then, you know, put some faith in your international and, and get it out there. And if you are worried, you know, a AAA membership is like, 130 bucks or something so get yourself a triple a membership make sure your cell phone's charged up and and post the miles on it get out there get you know have some faith in your work and the other thing is is if you are if you do have a problem and you decide to turn back or, or coming back with no headlights or some shit like that um you know what put it on your list you got more things to add to your list that will just become you know better in the long run but better overall experience once you fix the headlight problem or the wheel bearing or you know the tire out of balance or whatever it is um but i really encourage everybody to get your rig out and put some miles on it um you know josie was ecstatic she just had a smile on her face the entire time i mean because she did drive a lot of it i drove some of it but she drove majority of it and it just shit eating grin the whole time and you know it's nice to see um the kind of confidence too you know she was apprehensive and now she's not and that that also makes me feel good so anyway um yeah if you guys have any questions uh comments you have want to know on how to get your rig working the best you can um there are some youtube videos i have about it there's some other podcasts i have about tune and whatnot if you still don't get it shoot me a message on instagram uh or over at uh, binder boneyard podcast at gmail and uh, i will answer your questions best i can um and don't get mad at me if it's not the answer that you want to hear. Uh, sometimes you guys send me messages and then you get pissed because the correct answer is $1,000. You know, it's not the $150, your neighbor's Edelbrock, uh, and that's going to cure your problem. No, it's it's $1,000 worth of top-end reseal, carb rebuild, you know, points and whatever adjustment and all that. So... Um, you know, be, if there's, if you got a question, just be prepared for the answer because it's not always rainbows and sunshine. Uh, some of you guys know from your <laughs> responses from me, but anyway, uh, so hopefully, uh, that was mildly informative for you guys. Um, give you some things to add to your list. Uh, if you do take your scout or international on an adventure, please tag me, tag Binder Boneyard. Uh, I do like getting tagged in that sort of stuff. It's pretty neat to see what you guys are out and about doing. So, yeah, don't hesitate to tag, and uh, and I'll try and respond. Um, if you have any other questions, comments, show ideas, 
Shoot Him Over Binder Boneyard podcast. Um, again, if you're not a member of the Scout Owners of the World page on Facebook, you should join it. Um, Loctite products are awesome. Uh, also, my uh, Scout and Truck Mafia page on um, Facebook as well is a, is a pretty rough and ragged, uh, hard-nosed place to hang out. So if you are uh, got some thick skin, you're welcome to join that page. So anyways, um, appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you for sticking in there through the tough times with me. And um, I promise that uh, I'll make it worth it. So <laughs> anyways, <laughs> thanks again, guys. And uh, till next time, I'm Dan, Binder Boneyard. Mm-hmm.